There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings at hundreds of stores, including Doc Martens, Ninja Kitchen, and Hotels.com. Prep for summer and save big on beauty, travel, electronics, and more. It's one of Rakuten's biggest cashback events, and it's on May 6th through May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey, guess what? It's the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 249. This may be relevant to your interest. Uh, Doctor Who, the next series, is premiering this weekend, Saturday, September 1st, at 9, 8 central on BBC America. So what we decided to do on the Nerdist channel over at uh, youtube.com slash Nerdist is build a Doctor Who weekend. Hashtag see what I did there with the words. Do you see what I did there, Katie? I did. That was with, clever. With those are ha- who weekend. I like it. Because normally you would just say weekend. Yeah. But, but then this is a who weekend. It's a who weekend. Yeah, it actually sounds better when you say it for some reason. Who weekend? I think you're not pushing it as hard as I am, and I, that's why it sounds better when you say it. I'm but more I'm casual with it. Who weekend. Just the who weekend. Yeah, that's nice. Well, that was a little too casual. Okay. Who weekend. All right. That was slightly more formal. Nice. So what we decided to do is uh, Friday, August 31st, we're going to put up All-Star Celebrity Bowling, Team Nerdist versus Team Doctor Who. Uh, the next season of All-Star Bowling actually won't premiere until October 15th, but we figured why not put it up this weekend. Then Saturday, a new show called Dork Fork, uh, which is our uh, sort of like nerdy cooking show. They're going to be making Doctor Who themed treats with special guest Alton Brown. That's going to be awesome. And then right after the premiere of Doctor Who at 10 p.m., we're going to put up on the Nerdist channel uh, the Q&A that I just did with them in New York uh, following the first episode, Asylum of the Daleks. So that's a, that'll be a hefty Q&A, sort of a, a talking who, if you will, a little Doctor Who after show on the Nerdist channel. And then Sunday is Just Cause from Gallifrey One, the Doctor Who convention here in Los Angeles. Uh, join Chloe Dykstra and Matt Myra as they uh, run through Gallifrey One and see awesome Doctor Who-themed cosplay. So that is all weekend, uh, August 31st, September 1st, September 2nd, on the Nerdist channel at YouTube, YouTube youtube.com slash Nerdist. I would like to thank, for this particular episode of the Nerdist Podcast, for sponsorship, stamps.com. Um, it's more than just stamps, y'all. It's 24-7 solution for sending letters and packages. Did you enjoy my use of y'all in that context? I did. I'm Southern, and it still sounds weird when I say y'all. <laughs> y'all. Yeah. You don't have an accent at all. You all. It's contraction for you all. Yeah. Uh, but stamps.com, from any computer, you just you can get your account, you can buy and print official U.S. postage, and then it's like having the post office right at your desk. You never have to leave your house or whatever place you happen to be staying. It doesn't necessarily have to be your house, uh, but wherever it is, you don't have to leave there. You print out your postage, and then the, the U.S. mail delivery carrier will come pick it up for you. So right now, there's a special offer. When you use the promo code NERDIST, go to stamps.com. There's a no-risk trial and $110 bonus offer, which includes a digital scale and up to $55 of free postage. So it just takes minutes to get started. So go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in NERDIST. That is stamps.com and enter the promo code. What, Katie? Nerdist. Good call. Now this episode of the Nerdist Podcast, Steve Jones. It's Jonesy. You guys probably uh, have enjoyed 
either the Sex Pistols or any of the million and a half bands that uh, Steve Jones has played in, and also Jonesy's Jukebox, which I feel like revitalized radio, afternoon radio in Southern California, and now he's over at uh, K-Rock, uh, which is great. Because I used to work there, and I love those kids. So Steve Jones was a fucking awesome episode. Uh, a lot of stuff came out in this episode from Steve Jones, and he was endlessly uh, wonderful and kind and fascinating to us. So I, I just, I loved it, and I hope you enjoy it as much as it, it was fun for us to be there. So here it is, episode number two forty nine with Steve Jones. That was my best. Uh, kind of piss off fuck you British accent Katie punk rock British accent a little bit yeah because sometimes I like to be a little punk (laughs) y'all fuck off y'all no not very punk let's be honest let's be honest (laughs) Australians are the southern Brits yeah yeah. (laughs) they're like that's that's where that accent migrated I think if you don't agree and you're Australian I apologize should I cut that out yeah All right. (laughs) now entering Nerdist.com Yeah, it'll turn on, it'll start flashing your LED. Oh, that's fucking... I just sussed it out, it's amazing. I'd rather have that, because then you can just... Well, when you're in your car, if you have a Bluetooth and you plug it in, for some reason, the normal beeps you get for texting don't work. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have the flashlight, you know you've got a text. I like that. The flashlight works. I'm always just staring at my phone anyway, waiting for something to happen. <laughs> so yeah. it makes me happy, that yeah. actually. Your house is actually, like, set up, so <laughs> there's just a... Everything looks towards a phone. What do you see out there, Steve? Not much. Jonesy. There has been. Well, we're in the... Well, it's, ain't there, the, ain't the, there a casting thing here? Well, the E-building, yeah, it's the E-building, so there's a lot of casting there. Yeah, yeah. We started recording, by the way. Yeah. That's not right. You're free. <laughs> That's why I moved forward. We see, you, <laughs> you can sense it. He knows now. You can feel uh, that there's something you can put down. Phone, mate. You've been in a radio station <laughs> yeah. once in a while. Across the street, actually. Yeah, that's yeah. It, are you still? But you're at K Rock now, which yeah, is which over on Venice. Yeah, Indy Indy was in the um, right. like nestled the one English speaking uh, station in a in a in a grouping of of Latino stations. Yeah. Um. What's the what was the company called? Uh, something Vision. Uh. Um. Probably not Mexavision. <laughs> Texas Univision. Univision. It was Univision. not. It was Univision. Univision. Was it Univision yeah. or was oh. it? Uh, well, Univision is. The, uh, I, I know that's Univision. Is, 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 it's not Telemundo. It's um, uh, El Radio. It's not El Radio. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> and they just play the Wall of Voodoo song in the lobby <laughs> over and over and over again. I want some. Welcome to Mexican Radio. Whoa. Eating barbecue. I can't remember the fucking name of it. It's, uh, but I, it, Intravision. Intravision. Yeah, that's it. Nice. Well, it's been nice having you, Steve. Uh, <laughs> I'm good that's at that. The one I have question. a great memory, but it takes like it takes a, little a bit. couple of minutes. Yeah. Something has to go. <laughs> <laughs> I, normally go I did an interview for the NME yesterday. They have this page. Because I'm doing all these interviews, I guess that's why I'm here for the Sex Pistol box set. But. They're one of the thing they have a page. What what a rock star's memory is like, and I got I got eight out of ten. Wow! <laughs> I said, did anyone get ten out of ten? He said, yes. Some 
young dude. I'm like, Moby. Because he's young. He, he, remember. he ain't done nothing for one thing. <laughs> and he remembers everything he's done. And the worst was a guy called Cliff Richard. Cliff Richard, Cliff Richard of course. Was the worst. He says he was the worst. He got nothing right. <laughs> Cliff, Richard, Cliff Richard, uh, who, to my absolute delight, even though I didn't know who he was, they assault him on the young ones over and over again. They would make fun of, of Cliff Richard. Yeah. Well, I used the song. Right. The, the theme song is a Cliff Richard song. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. The young ones. Isn't Cliff Richard the Elvis of the UK? of England? Yeah. yeah. So he was. So I guess you know. He gets, he gets ridiculed by everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's uncool, but you know what? That was the biggest highlight for me having him on indie. Oh yeah. Really? So he came down. I met him in Hugo's. You know Hugo's. Yeah, of yeah. course. And he came with a couple of friends yeah. from West Hollywood, and um, he, uh, I said. You know, it's Cliff, Cliff Richards. And I went up to him. I said, I have a radio show. I'd love for you to be a guest. And I thought he thought I was joking because everyone ridicules him. Yeah. You know, I said, I'm serious. I'm a big fan. I used to love listening to you when I was a kid, you know. And anyway, eventually, six months later, he came back to America. He was going via here to New York to do a, 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 a showcase. This guy's like 70 on and he's still trying wow. to make it in America. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding wow. me? Incredible. That's a. I I mean, it's I, I it's always interesting to hear who kind of breaks the American market yeah. and who and there's some people who are like, no, they're literally as big as you can be in England, no, no. but for some reason they haven't cracked America yet. That's what I use yeah. Top Gear for. Whenever they have a star on a reasonably priced car, I look it up and I go, Wow, good for him over there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I but wonder why that is. I don't know. There was a rock band in the early 70s called Status Quo who I would have thought America would have lapped it up. Nothing. Didn't want to, weren't interested. But then you got like, you know, uh, uh, not Saxon. Who's the other guys? Uh, they the, have the big The thing. Beatles? They made it pretty big <laughs> they, here. They have. <laughs> but the Kings didn't. The that's true. No, that's true. true. Well, the, the zombies Kings, didn't. They had a problem, though. They had some weird thing with the union over here. They oh. They had, that's what happened with them. Really? Yeah, it was some weird thing. The zombies, I mean, I, I still, like, I Odyssey still listen to, Odyssey, listen to Odyssey and Oracle. Yeah. That fucking album is, like, Who? every song. The, the zombies. zombies. Every, uh, every song in that album. What was the singer's name? I don't remember his name. He, uh, no. He had, a, he had a solo career as well. I don't remember what his name was. Yeah. That was zombies, though, right? Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't on Odyssey. Odyssey and Oracle was She's their like there. their, you know, preservation. Yeah, you know, that was, oh, what was his name. Anyway, he went on and had a couple of hits himself. The singer. I know it was not Rob Zombie. No, but it's also it's also interesting where like some bands in America can't really pop off, and then they go to England, and make some noise, and then they start well, to that's like um, Hendrix, like Bush, Bush, yeah, massive here. Couldn't get arrested in England. Wow. I feel like Bush is a band that that England would have made fun of a little bit. Well, that's why well, they didn't make it. They made fun of them here. <laughs> no, not, not for a long time, because I worked at K-Rock. I was at K-Rock uh, from 95 to 98, and Bush was huge yeah. at K-Rock when, it, when, when, they, fir when yeah. they first came out. Like, you know, Little Things and, you know, like all the... They were huge. Bunch of hits. Bunch of hits. A bunch of huge hits. Yeah, I know. I know they had hits, but I it just like I remember always just reading articles where they were just like make fun of them for like, uh, do you like Nirvana? Would you rather him be very good looking and sporty? Well, then well listen to Bush. You yeah. know, you're talking about like music nerd publications, probably, right. and this, like you sure, know, yeah. like but but the general the masses, the, the, like but young, young birds like them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like pop alternative music, popular alternative music at that time. I mean, then alternative quotation marks. Too. Have you seen him? 
looks, looks like the day he was came out. Nah, great. Not, nah. No, you don't think so? <laughs> I mean, he pulls a few, but not like what he used to. Yeah. <laughs> his head's gotten bigger. Hey, he's been married for so long. Observe his head. It's a lot bigger. Than <laughs> Observe I mean, his head. Not, not, we should sneak not in like one he's night. Got a big head. If anything, his ego's probably smaller. Have dating, uh, like because he's been dating or married to Gwen Stefani yeah, for so long. But I like him. Is he a nice guy? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did Cliff Richard knew who you, he must have known who you were? He knew who you were, right? He knew the Sex Pistols, were, and he hated punk. Hated of course he it. did. Of course he did. Did he ever do any kind of thing where he covered punk songs just for fun? No. <laughs> no, but he, he was famous for this one song called, it won the Eurovision Song Contest. It was a song called Congratulations, Congratulations and Jubilations. I want to teach the world how... Bum, bum. <laughs> it was like a real bullshit song. Anyway, it was famous. <laughs> and when we got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, even though we didn't show up, he heard about it and left a message on my cell phone saying, Congratulations. Uh, oh my God, did you play that? I fucking lost it. Oh! It was classic. I love that That's you're more amazing. excited about the message from Cliff Richard than being inducted yeah, into yeah. Rock and Roll. It was, because he probably don't do that to a lot of people, you know? It was classic. Um, I mean, I, I always, uh, I'm always interested to hear about, you know, a group, your, your background in punk and the Sex Pistols and, and sort of like, you know, like, the whole oh, fuck the system kind of thing, but then all the all of a sudden you become the system because you've created this, you know, like you've contributed to this genre of music, and you get inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you still feel like well, we didn't show up? Give us our credit. We didn't show up. <laughs> Did we Mel can't do nothing about being inducted. Yeah, but do you want... really not care? You must care. You have to care a little bit. Um, it's nice to be acknowledged. I don't like the way they do it. It's, yeah. I think it's bullshitty. Yeah. I remember the joke you made. Click. It's a click, you know. It's a New York clip. The the joke you made on your radio show and that you found out you're getting inducted was that like it'd be funny if you guys showed up and then Malcolm McLaren would just run up and take the uh, take the credit and take the. <laughs> well, I think a better way is to get a lookalike Sex Pistol band to go there. That would be pretty good. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, that would have been a good move. Of course, of course, everyone likes to be acknowledged. Yeah, surely you know. But you know, when you're 19, and when you're 57 next month. You change, you know, hopefully. Yeah. You grow up and then you leave it to the next bunch of knuckleheads who are 19. <laughs> uh, you know, that's the way it goes. For some reason, I remember verbatim the Rock Against Drug ads you did. Yeah, rad. For when, oh, on MTV. MTV. It was, it, you know, and it probably aired going right into the young ones, actually, on MTV. It yeah. was the same time period. And I remember. 87. My name is Steve Jones. I used to play guitar in a group called the Sex Pistols. Uh, a good friend of mine, Sid Vicious, died from drugs. I nearly died from drugs. Drugs suck. You know what? You could do it again. <laughs> <laughs> did you watch it on YouTube recently? I did not watch it on YouTube recently. You I just not, remember it. I remember it. For some reason, you, you, you went on the motorcycle. Yeah. My name's Steve Jones. I used to play guitar in a group called the Sex Pistols. You know, like I just, I can hear it. Like yeah, yeah. almost like it was yesterday. Yeah, I had long hair, and we did that. We shot that down at the gas station on Seventh Street in Santa Monica. You know where it goes down to Channel? Yeah, yeah, of course. There used to be an old classic that old timey gas station right there. Yeah, I know exactly yeah, where that is. is. And from that, I went to the guy who shot that. We went a couple of days later to um, Joshua Tree and shot a video for a song called Mercy that I did. Yeah, on my first solo album, which was black and white and cheap, wow. cheerful. For some reason, I thought you were going to say, two days later, the director and I went and shot up in the desert. We went yeah. downtown. And, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That ain't the first time someone ain't done that. 
Yeah. yeah. Not me. Clean and sober, 21 years. That's it. Congratulations. Wow. Thank you. That's, That's fantastic news. Ten, let, it'll be 11 years off cigarettes, too. Oh, oh fuck. October. Good yeah. I'll be 22, actually. I remember, <laughs> yeah, because I, uh, I had quit smoking, and then when I quit drinking nine years ago, I started smoking again because I was just, you know. Yeah. And then a couple months later, I'm like, I have to not do anything. So how it's, long has it been now? Nine, uh, well, nine and eight and a half oh, years good. from smoking. Nine, nine years drinking and then eight. And, I never did. I couldn't do drugs. I, I just, I, my brain, I, I would freak out. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I, I drink and uh, I, I don't do drugs much anymore, mm-hmm. but uh, I did do some. And you? I smoke. And Smoke drink cigarettes. Yeah. Smokes cloves. Oh my yeah. god. Let's have a look at them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to have one? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what are you doing, Matt? <laughs> cloves, man. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's helping you? No. Like, do you think it's a bit better than a cigarette? Uh, no, no. I did that for a while. I, I did that whole tastes... American spirit thing, thinking mm-hmm. it was better yeah. than no, natural. No. It's smoke. It's still yeah, smoke it's still going smoke. into your lungs. Yeah, Whatever yeah. it is, anything yeah. like that. If you're in a if you're in a natural forest and it's burning, you're still gonna breathe in that smoke and yeah. it's gonna affect you. Now, while it's true the Native Americans lived more naturally than we do, <laughs> nothing to do with the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I don't believe that they are made by any uh, Indian nation that no. I'm aware of. No, it's no. probably some factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A bunch of KKK making. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that. Just, so just surmising. I didn't say that. He said that. Yeah, right? he said it. <laughs> Matt Myra said that. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on a poster. <laughs> I mean, when I always think about when, you know, when I think, oh, it'd be really fun to live in a different time period, I always think, rock star in the 70s, because no one was really afraid of anything, and everyone did everything, and there was no, you know, disease. Like, no one gave the a shit. The government hadn't come out with AIDS yet. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no one, no one. G- Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Wasn't no, wasn't that a monkey? Yeah, sure. No, sure. a guy a guy raped a moose and then all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I do think? While we're getting a bit weird, sure. Yeah. And out there, which I love to do. Yeah. Is you know like you, the evolution of man, you see the pictures and they get bigger and then it's like all of a sudden he's he's like a monkey, like an aborigine kind of big thing and lent over and the next thing he's like a human. I think an alien had sex with the Aborigine guy, and that's what made us. It, it was quite a big leap. You mean like a, you mean a Neanderthal? Yeah. Well, no, the yeah. Neanderthal is a separate species. Well, well, Neanderthal is a separate species. The but one before you see the picture of us, like there is a big it. jump compared to the others. Well, well then, they just haven't found the fossils, okay, if, if, or an alien fucked something. If you really, if you really, if <laughs> you really, the two ways. If that's you really want to talk about, if you really want to talk about, because uh, I know that the Neanderthals are a different or yeah, a different yeah, yeah. Uh, species line. Yeah. But we did share a common ancestor, and Homo that ancestor erectus. would have been either a Homo erectus or, or Australopithecus yep. afarensis. Uh, if we're taking it nerdy, we can. Then that's what I would say. But I always, I always love the idea of like, sure, why not? An alien came down and you know, like, uh, fucked an early hominid species, and then we got Homo sapiens sapiens. Not a male. No, of course. Obviously. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it had to. <laughs> Aliens are rapists. No, an oh, alien came like... down, and then God took yeah. one of its ribs. Yes. And then made people. I mean, you got to admit, you know. The, uh, no man made them things. The pyramids? Yeah. Sure they did. No way. Absolutely. Well, they, they might have been forced to make it, but there was someone who planned it and said, you do this and you do that. 
Yeah, yeah, like a foreman. Like they just figured out how the uh, Easter <laughs> Island heads got moved around. Yeah, they, they had like a series of ropes and they rocked them up into yeah, place. Yeah, like 30 different people pulling from each side. It's uh, just science. It's just physics. It's, it's workable. Island. They figured that one out, too. Yeah. <laughs> I have to move that around. <laughs> it's the, the, your... 30 different people. Yeah. <laughs> All dudes. When Indy 103 won... Popped up. It, LA radio is 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 so interesting to me. I feel like we're moving too fast off the alien thing. Okay, you want to go back to it? <laughs> what do you want to? What do you? What do you want to? I'm wanna... just saying. Like, I mean, so the pyramids. Uh, you're just saying they were, they were. Thought. And the Mayan places. And the Mayan. They're, they're yeah. extreme buildings. I just don't think. They were excellent engineers. But Maybe them, we them just slabs, had some sort of them slabs yeah. of the of the pyramids were, were massive. They're I saying mean, now that yeah. they don't think slaves built it. They think the pharaohs, like, just fans of the pharaoh built it because of these oh, carvings. you mean like fans, found. like they would be killed by the pharaoh if they didn't build the pyramids? <laughs> no, just the guys that would fan the pharaoh. <laughs> you, know how, you know how people make drawings of us and bring yeah. them to shows? Same yeah. thing with the pyramids. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but they said they found these, very recently found all these carvings. That like say things like, "Hey, the pharaohs, the pharaohs, pretty good." I, yeah, I know, but you have that in like North Korea, where it's uh, when Kim Jong Il died, everyone was crying. They were crying because they were afraid of getting shot. Yeah, or that was so obvious. Yeah, like, exactly. You could. Trouble. I've seen fake crying. And I've action. done fake crying. Did <laughs> 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 oh, I cry? But am I going to get shot? I'm not going to get shot. Oh, yeah. I love that Google Earth has discovered, you know, like their satellites have discovered pyramids. What they believe were were ancient oh, yeah. pyramids, like underwater. Uh, no, like uh, just nearby. That no one's ever seen before because there were no satellite images. This is a guy who's like, Do you ever walk that way? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I can Wait, go this way. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. the other way. Oh, you mean way. right up where the sand comes to a point? Yeah. Nah, why? Why would I? <laughs> and they just go to a. <sighs> oh, oh, shit. <laughs> Wait, no one's done this in thousands. No, I don't know. I mean, you got like a slight gust would have shown this. Look at this. It says aliens built this. <laughs> Look, I'm busy. I got stuff to do. <laughs> Are you done with the alien thing now, yeah, man? I think I'm okay with it. Yeah, uh, when Indy 1031, when Indy 1031 <laughs> launched, it was uh, it, every so often LA radio has a station that's like, Drives. okay, we're gonna go in and we're actually gonna play good music and we're gonna because uh, it, it's we've not had a lot of success with that uh, in in LA radio playing like good indie actual indie music and exposing people to good to good music and. Um, I really, I th everyone had so many like, oh, it's working, it's gonna work, and then you came in and totally, uh, I mean, instantly your show became the most popular show, yeah. um, and you kind of did a version of what a podcast is. You just talked about your life, did it live, yeah. So what did you kind of realize that that's what you wanted to do? Did you go and go? Well, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm just gonna talk. That's what happened. The first time I ever did it, I like, okay, and action, and I'm like. Um, <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. I hadn't, I didn't have a clue. Yeah. You know, and then the stumbling around, I guess, had a, an, a, an appeal to it, you know, at first. I was stumbling around. I didn't know what I was doing. But to, you know, uh, real music fans or, you know, that small minority gravitated to it because it was different. It was real. Yeah, and it wasn't all you know. Hey, yeah. and it was the most like comforting show to listen to. Just like just the pace of it was just so nice. It was like yeah. the best for the afternoon. Yeah, I, I loved doing it. It was a shame, but you know, I actually got bummed when you would play music. Like I just want to hear him talk, whistle, yeah. play guitar. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was fun. And then like the, I loved it when you would. 
if you would have somebody on and you would learn their song. Yeah. Like my friend Annie from Giant Drag, when she went yeah. on, like we were really excited, and then like you started playing. Uh, this is uh, this isn't it, and like I was like, oh my god, it's like that was such a cool thing for you to do. Yeah, that you could actually actually do that, just play someone's song who wasn't known or something. But you couldn't do the whole the whole day. You couldn't do what I was doing. You have to no. you have to play a format at some point. You have to have a yeah. Otherwise, it it just won't work. You know, I can't believe that it actually worked for five years. But you know, it's the format that you do play. You know. That's the difference. I'm, I'm mm. glad that K-Rock pick, picked it up. Yeah. I enjoy doing it. It's a Sunday night. I don't know how many people listen. I think young people like it. Some young kids like it. I play new music. I actually have the CDs still. Yeah. And I can, you know, I can flap around a little. My hands are a bit tight. I can't just do what I want to do, but I still enjoy doing it. And do you still, do you still enjoy discovering new music? Yeah, absolutely. I, that's the only way I would do it. I couldn't just be a jock in between their playlist no offense to their playlist well, <laughs> well I it w- is w- mostly 90s rock well it, that's, it, that's what it is it's turned into the KLOS of the 2000s it's become the modern alternative classic rock yeah station. yeah that's what it is that's what it, that's what people want to hear I guess and they few, you know they sling a few new things in there but basically you know it's Kevin and Bean and, and well what's weird about it too is that like they even you like K Rock, a new a new single will come out by a band. Like for example, the most recent one, uh, Green Day's new single. They don't they they play Green Day's '90s stuff more, and they'll do that every time a band has a new single. They'll play their older right. stuff right. more than they'll play the right. new single. Well, there because in, when when you look at that genre of music, there you know, and the way that classic radio is 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 formatted, like like the way that old media radio is formatted. It's it, it's there. There's a specific genre of music, and when you think about the landscape of music now, it's so splintered. Like, what's a what is like a rock movement right now that you could that a radio station could wrap its identity around? And there kind of isn't one that I can think of. I mean, there are songs that are good, or this, you know, but I don't know what that. It's not as yeah, obvious as yeah, like yeah. you know, Brit alternative, uh, new wave, grunge. It's just not. I think they just have a hard time wrapping their minds around what that is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was hoping ninety-eight-seven would kind of pick up the ball with that. There's like you know the I think the most the newest rock station in L.A. and it's just it's more of like you can go between K Rock and ninety-eight-seven and just pretty much always hear like Nirvana. Yeah, <laughs> you know it is just, weird. Maybe there's just not a market for it. A big a big mainstream market for like indie stuff. Or if the people who listen to that music just don't listen to the radio. Right. Much in the same way that you know hipsters. Hip, yeah. yeah, or much in the same way that you know that. Sometimes, like G four might suffer because its target demo doesn't watch television; they consume a lot of their content online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe there's a little bit of that too. If I was a billionaire, I'd start my own station. And it wouldn't matter. Yeah, just fuck it. Why not? You know, you just get it out there. It would be popular. I, you know, in the in before the the old thing crashed. You know, the Wall Street deal, whatever. They they were getting some good. It wasn't about ratings. They were they were making some big money on on Toyota and other other big companies. They were making money, even though the signal was small and the ratings didn't really make any difference. They, they were fine until you know yeah. it all kind of went skew with. It was a small. The indie staff was. I mean, it was again. It was housed in Intravision, but the indie staff itself was really small. Like it, I don't. Yeah. There wasn't a there wasn't a ton of overhead to no. to run that station. I, I charged a lot. 
<laughs> well, deservedly so. You I had the most popular show. <laughs> but and yeah, and that's a shame. They had a real diverse um, staff too. They had a, a guy from the Vandals. Yeah, you know, Joe. Had, uh, yeah, Joe Escalante. Dickie Barrett. Dick, Dickie Barrett. But he left, and then that's when Joe, Joe came in. Joe, Joe came in. Yeah. yeah but yeah, you know, that's and like with Steve Jones, that's a you know like three generations of. There were there, there there were a couple there was like there was a, there were a couple people on that station though that felt like they were engineering to the target demographic a little bit, where they would purposely like, yeah. So there's a I don't know there's an event we're I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I mean what am I I mean what am I using words here? Yeah, like uh, it was a little too. Anyway, here's the postal service. Yeah. Bloop, 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 yeah. Bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not everyone can be a buffoon like me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it takes, it takes something. Yeah, there, there Not is something more. It, it's know? like you meander, but then you could like, it's a, there is always like something there. There's a like a substance to it, as opposed to like you know a KXLU DJ or a radio DJ. It's just like, uh, you just heard um, XPXRX, uh, and before that, and then they go like you know ten songs back. God just, damn like, it, remember. that was soothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really was nice when you did that. Maybe you can do that for Jonah Radio. Nah. Uh, is it so for you? You're probably about fifty years old when uh, when when Indy three and when one three one kicks when, up. When it started, yeah, yeah. When oh, I don't even remember when seven years ago. Yeah, something yeah, like 50. that. Yeah, you're about fifty. So was there ever? You must have had no idea that. Oh, I'm gonna. You know, for this part of my life, I'm actually gonna be a personality. Never thought about it once. Never thought about it. I got a call from this guy Terry Anzaldo who used to be get songs played on the radio at Maverick, and I was at Maverick with a band called The Neurotic Outsiders. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just remember him, we used to have a laugh, whatever. And I guess when, that was in 96. And then, you know, many years later, he must have talked to the guy, Michael Steele. Yeah. And I got a phone call, and it was like, we got this new station, and I'd, I'd have been listening to it, funny enough. It had been on about two weeks. A buddy of mine said, you've got to listen to this station. There's no commercials, and they're playing all punk songs. Yeah. And it was exciting. So I was already clued into it. And he said, do you want to work over here? I said, I want to be a DJ. Just like out of the blue. And he's like, oh, all right, well, we meet. And uh, we met up, and I said, uh, I'll do it as long as I can play what I want and say what I want. And he said, okay. And I did it four days a week, Tuesday for Friday, one hour a day. And it started getting popular, so they give me a bit more time. Two hours, five days a week. Nice. That's good. What are you doing with the rest of your time now that you're doing the show weekly? Well, I've just been doing some uh, fesbianing. I was on uh, California Cation. Oh, nice. Nice. Did four episodes playing an English tour manager. <laughs> I believe it. just playing myself. I believe, it. I believe <laughs> it. But with a leather jacket on and like a bag. Didn't you play like a tour manager in an episode of Roseanne or something like that? Uh, I don't know if it's tour man. I mean, I just play me. Oh, okay. It all depends yeah. what they dress me as. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. Michael Caine. He's always the same. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what I am. Just, the only true actors are like people like Gary Oldman who can actually like play different characters. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know what though? I think it's actually hard to just play a regular guy. Yeah. Because you don't know what that is when you go, okay, just be a regular guy. Like, what? Am I doing it now? I don't know. Yeah, is this yeah. it? Yeah. My regular guy? Well, Gary Oldman probably couldn't play a regular guy. You notice all his characters are like... Or like Johnny Depp, who played with you. In P. Yeah. Who's always like... I mean, when was the last time you just saw him like, oh, he's just a guy in a movie? Uh, there was the, uh, the one with... The Tourist. Okay. 
Sorry. Thanks. I'm sorry. No, it's good. Yeah. I asked. I didn't watch it. It wasn't nominated for Best Comedy or Musical. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But that was another one. I just got a call out of the blue. The creator, Tom Capinos, and he, write, he writes and he, and he started it and he, he got this guy in this, episode, in this season... Uh, which comes out in January, a guy called Tim Minchin. Tim Minchin, uh, oh, a, yeah. a, a, a huge Australian yeah. uh, mu musician became comedian. Massive. Like, huge in England. About, like Phil yeah. Zio too, twice he, he, over. He's doing it. Yeah. He and uh, He's Australian, but he lives in England. He's playing this rock star in it, and I'm playing his tour manager. And, and Tom said, who could we get to play tour manager? Someone who's burly and... Big and the, and the, <laughs> the bulldog guess, breed. Of me. That's awesome. And I called me and I, I, it was great. It was such a laugh. Tim's a great guy. It was so much fun. It was so much fun. We all got along, and you know, David Duchovny. It's it, it, such a cool. Uh, there's no eggshell walking. You know, everyone's having a good time. Well, four I episodes. I mean, I think wow. when you get to a certain point in your career, hopefully people just kind of start to go, you know, this should be fun, and there's no need to. There's no need for crappy bullshit because it just gets in the. Don't grow though. No, I guess that's true. Unfortunately, I guess that's that true. Should be the protocol, but a lot of people just can't let it go. You know. What was the? Because oh, that's better. What? But <laughs> <laughs> Think it's better. Steve. Young yeah. lady just walked by. It's okay. It's just like I, it's I like a more curvy. Right. Yeah. Yep. Wrong building for uh, that. That was fava beans <laughs> and a nice candy. Yeah. So that's why he likes more meat. Gotcha. Yeah, I like to know what size backs they got. That's <laughs> <laughs> still a classic, man. It was on TV the other day. It's still a classic. Yeah, you it can't really not is. watch it. It totally holds up. Does he actually say it puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again? He doesn't, does he? Buffalo Bill uh, yeah, yeah, says yeah. that. He says yeah. that when she's in the. Um, yeah. in he the said, well. says yeah. it when she's in no, the well. No, but I don't think. the pit. I was watching it. I mean, I know it wasn't on a cable. It was like mainstream TV, so they might... They might have cut it for time. But, but no, but yeah, right. Because the one he kept saying was, it puts the hose on its back or it gets... Yeah. No, it puts the lotion on its back or it gets the hose again. Puts the lotion on its skin or else it yeah. gets the hose again. And then she's in the, in the movie, she starts saying like, please, I'll give you whatever you want, yeah. please. And then he just loses his and he just goes, put the fucking lotion on the back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then he mimics her. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but then, honestly, touch the back, I was, I was grabbing the dance. Guys, yeah. how many of us really seriously have not just tucked our dick between our legs and started dancing in front of a mirror while chanting "I'd fuck me, I'd fuck me"? I mean, we all do that. that. Well, I've done like... it, but not with the. I, I did <laughs> yeah. it way before that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't have any guidelines <laughs> to go by. <laughs> <laughs> I know oh, that's how you're supposed to do that. Would Where you was fuck it? I fuck me. Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> that, I mean that actor who's a fucking great actor and he's been in a ton of stuff and Ted he's, Levine Ted Levine yeah. I think he's on The Closer he's in, he's in a yeah he's in some show right I think now. he might be on The Closer he might have been in the, maybe it was in the Holly Hunter one but that poor guy still after all this time people are still like should I put the lotion he's like sure. I get it I fucking uh, get it and the other guy in uh, that, them classic one liners that just stick the guy in um, Deliverance oh right Spill right. Like, like a pig, pig yeah right? Ed, Ed Ed Be Beatty. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Ned Beatty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he must get it all the time. Right? Come and <laughs> yeah. get a party who's drunk, you know, yeah, sees yeah. him. He's like, he goes over. He must get it. He can never yeah. go into a barbecue place. 
No. <laughs> he can never rape a dude. These pigs sure squealed before no, we made your sandwich. I didn't expect him to say yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, if you're going to rape me, why don't you fucking say the line? Come on, yeah. man. That give was a that. long time ago. Just give me that much. If I have <laughs> to get raped, at least it's you. <laughs> Are you saying you want deliverance from this bit? Please. Wow. Please. Can we just. Hard times have befallen Ned Beatty in this, <laughs> in this reality. <laughs> did, he, did, he, did he do a lot more movies yeah. afterwards? Yeah, he's yeah, been yeah, in a ton yeah, of yeah. stuff. Yeah, he was, in, he was in the Superman. He was in Superman 1 and 2. Well, yeah. that was still a long time you're ago. Just, you just mentioned a movie from three years after Deliverance. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> right. He's, he's, he's done so much. much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was he just in that I saw? Uh, ah, forget it. Maybe this should be a re- reality sh- Deliverance show. 2. Where are they now? And get fight, track them down and get them to reenact their favorite line. Oh, oh that's man. a great idea. That's a bad idea for the person who has to get reenact the line. But he's <laughs> broke by now, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't the think The ones who are broke and you know, do anything. De-, de Niro always refused to say, are you talking to me? Yeah. He always refused to do it. And then the bummer thing was... Nick he Beatty had- just played lots of Huggins. In did you Toy Story get, Three? Did you already? Uh, what the voice? Oh, over? he was the bear. Yeah, voiceover. Yeah, oh, lots of Huggins. I, I, your phone's faster than mine. I did a voiceover for Madagascar. Oh, really? Which uh, I was one of the, the tour um, managing uh, ape. No, I was one of the um, one of the little dogs in the circus. Nice, Jonesy. His name was. <laughs> <laughs> How did stretch, you get that? Uh, stretch. Um, my manager actually got me that. She actually finally got me something. <laughs> And uh, after all this time, she finally has has paid off for that one little two lines <laughs> that I got in a big movie. No one knows about. <laughs> no, no one knows I'm in it. I mean, I wonder if uh, yeah, she's Chris right. Rock, yes, yes. Steve Jones, Ben Stiller yeah. <laughs> in that order. right? Yes. Yeah. yes. Um, do you think that uh, as lots of Huggins, he said to John Ratzenberger's character, I want to make you squeal. like a pig. Uh, well, I want to make you squeal. like I don't think he, like he would have said that. Why not? They should have just done that. They oh, so, in the room at the same time. So, so De Niro, uh, De Niro would never, uh, would yeah, never yeah. say that. And then he said it in a movie that was like, like I think it was like a Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. I think it was in Rocky and Bullwinkle. And then he said, it was like, if you were going to just use, if you were just going to say the line, why did it have to be in a crappy movie? Yeah. Mm. But you could actually make him say it. You could see him at a party or something and go behind his back and say, was that in reference to me? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, <God>. That's almost. <laughs> yeah. That's <good>. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking near me? Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, what's the? Because I, you know, again, like I said, never had any experience with drugs. What? What was it like to be? On drugs, playing music in the seventies, living that like is there any is there, are there even any words that you can express? Sure, but you wouldn't be able to understand them. Um, <laughs> well, I didn't do heroin till after the Sex Pistols broke up, but I guess I did, you know, coke and speed and a lot of booze when the pistols were going. And I wasn't really happy. I thought I was having a good time. Everything was at my disposal, you know, chicks, all that stuff, but I was not really happy. Until I got sober. Yeah. I didn't realize at the time, I thought I was having a good time. But looking back on it, I was just lonely soul, really. Trying to distract yourself from being yeah. bummed out. Yeah. I mean, I love music. I, lo- I like doing what I was doing, but it, it weren't about music. How old were you when you started? Only when we did the album, Never Mind the Bollocks. Huh? When you started playing guitar, how old 19. were you? 19. 
You started playing at night? Three 19? months before we did our first gig. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was it. Well, and there was like, would you guys, was it like you heard the Stooges and you wanted to make a band? No, or? I mean, I, I, I used to play along to the Stooges. I did a lot of speed. Yeah. That was the out, you know, you, have you ever done speed? Yes. Black, these things called Black Beauties, we used to get them off this quack in Harley Street. <laughs> it was a diet, you know, and you'd get like 60 Black Beauties and you'd get 60 Mandrix, which was like, Mandrix was the English version of Quaaludes. Oh, so, so just the, the go up and then the come down. Yeah. Yeah. And I would take one of them, and we had a little studio in Denmark Street, and I would literally play hours and hours because of the speed gives you the focus. Yeah, and that's it, and that's what I did for three months. Wow. And then you just you were able to like catch up and just be a good kind of. Up. Did you have like were you looking at like pictures of like where the fingers were, or did you just kind of? No, I literally just played along to records. I, I mean, I, I knew this guy who was in the band before Wally, uh, before John, when I was singing. This guy called Wally. He actually could play a few cards and chords, and I kind of messed around, but I didn't focus on it. But I kind of knew, you know, where he put his fingers. Is that better? No, she needs a tan. <laughs> I see through her. Anyway, um, what was I saying? <laughs> practicing, practicing, focusing. Focus. <laughs> more you were talking beauty. about focus. Yeah. yeah. What was I saying? And, uh, he was talking about taking something to be focused. <laughs> but the bands I used to listen to in that period were the New York Dolls, Stooges, uh, David Bowie, when yeah. he had Red Spike, he had him two albums, Rise and Fall, Ziggy Stardust, and Lad Insane, The Faces. Yeah, uh, free, and uh, Mott the Hoople and Queen. That's 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 where all my stuff came from. Yeah, them bands. Wow. Yeah, because those were all harder edged. I mean, the guitar playing by Brian May is just like it's proto. That first album is really good. Yeah. Did you see him on the thing? Yeah. Closing the Olympics. What did yeah. you think? It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. He's missed a few steps, but he's yeah, good. He's uh, he just went to uh, I don't know. He's one of them people who can't say no. Yeah, yeah. Just shows up. He for really anything. is. Yeah. yeah. What else has he got going on? Then they put, didn't Queen just play like a reunion show with that kid from, uh, like uh, that kid from American Idol. I don't know. They yeah, might, it they, sounds like a thing. That yeah, because like Rogers for a while was attempting yeah. to sing with him. Yeah, and but there was that kid that won. It was the like the gay kid that like always talked about Freddie Mercury, Adam Lambert. He was just like he would always talk about his like one of his main influences was Freddie Mercury. And so all this talk came up of just like we, he should sing with Queen then, and yeah. then like I think they did like a one-off show. That guy, Miko, Miko, Mika, Mika. Do you remember he had yeah, a hit? Yeah. He had a very uh, um, Freddie Mercury voice. He yeah. could have yeah. cut it, but I don't think anyone can just step. You in just can't shoes. replace Freddie Mercury. No. You, you think you can? It's like when you listen to Paul uh, 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 John Bonham. You think like, yeah. yeah, oh, he just goes gush. Gash, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot more than Gush Gash. Well, yeah. the Greek, and they were advertising that like next month, Jason Bonham and the Led Zeppelin experience is coming. Mm. Yeah. Well, he, uh, yeah. Jason Bonham, who isn't he playing with? He's playing with some other band. His dad, I'm talking about though. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Like, but uh, he was a great drummer. He's a great drummer. And there's great. a lot that you don't hear. People just go over what is really going on, and it's the same with singers. Mm. And Freddie Mercury was he was special. Did you know him mm. at all? Well, I had one encounter with him, and he wasn't pleased. No? <laughs> Did he not like punk? This is better. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, oh, nicely done. <laughs> 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 he waved. He still got it. He still got it. 
So, um, oh my God, she's blowing him right now. That is yeah, amazing. That was quick. So it's the difference between music and comedy, Jonah. Yeah. This is what musicians get. And I made the wrong choice. And, and comedians get restraining orders. Yes. Uh, so he was not, he was not, Freddie Mercury was not a, a fan of punk or just of the pistols no, or what? It just, we was getting ready to record Nevermind a Bollocks and we went into the studio called uh, Wessex Studio, which they were recorded in it as well. And we went in the f door, which we thought was the front door. But it was the door to the where he was in there doing a vocal. Oh shit! And they all just went straight so in there. So somewhere there's a tape of the Sex oh, Pistols uh, bursting in a on door. Yeah. The door, yeah. <laughs> the squeakiest <laughs> door in London. Yeah. He's doing he's doing the twentieth uh, 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 layer layer of Galileo. Galileo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then and just very slightly in the background you can hear who the fuck is this cunt? Yeah. Like it is very slightly in the no, background. We just walked by and went. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> what album were they recording? Do you know? Um, that's kind of crazy that there there's, well, could be a Queen and a Sex Pistols album being recorded in the same yeah, spot. Yeah, Brian May was cool and the drummer was cool. We made friends with him, but didn't see Freddie a lot. Um, well, it must have been what an album comes out about a year after you recorded it. So seventy-five. So, no, no, it must have been because we was going in in '77, so whatever album they got, okay, around there. Was that Night at the Opera? Might be. Maybe, maybe it's the one now. I'm here. Jin, jin, jin. Sheer Heart Attack. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, it's no. I think Sheer Heart Attack was. That was earlier. Yeah, that was earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Might have been Night, Night at the, the Opera. Opera with um, I'm in love with my car. And, and mm. now I know. And drummer, now yeah. I know. Fucking prophet song. Yeah. <laughs> just, these stories are just like, hey, he just locked himself in a room and just layer after layer after layer. Yeah. Well, Roy he... Thomas Baker was the producer. Great records. I mean, they had their sound, you know, all that layering. Yeah. So you said you said that the Pistols wasn't about music for you. What was it about? No, I mean, when we were doing Nevermind the Bollocks, basically before we did the Bill Grundy show, it was about music, you know. And, you know, it was about getting out and doing normal things like, Recording a record and doing some shows. But then after the Bill Grundy show, the one where I swear, where it was yeah. swear on. On the Today he, Show, yeah. He, uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, it totally just went a, a different direction. But he he kind of egged you on in that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We, we only reacted to his, you know, we, we didn't say, oh, we're going to go on him and swear. Yeah. We just, we was reacting to this ass <laughs> who was trying to make us look stupid, who was drunk. As well. Oh, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. They, all them guys back then, they were all mm. like that. Big Sipping on you the... guys brought your friends on with you, too, right? It was Susie from Susie and the Banshees. Yeah. Before she had Susie and the Banshees, she was, you know, a fan. And she had banshee list. Yeah. 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 My, one of my favorite bands, Susie yeah. and the Banshees. She's good. And uh, he kind of tried to get a bit naughty with her. Like, she said, I've always wanted to meet you, Bill. That's right. He said, oh, we'll meet after the show, then, yes? Meaning like, you know, yeah. And that's oh, whistling contest. Yeah, whistling yeah, yeah, contest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> and so, you know, just let him have it. And he says, go on, say some more. I mean, I was drunk too. They put us in the, uh, the, blue, the green room and they had a bunch of blue nun 
Oh yeah, wine. the blue nun, the wine. Yeah. And I was. I'm nervous because you know yeah. I've never been on TV before. I'm 19, and I'm like, give me that one. So I was ready. He's 19 and playing guitar for five months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About to have a hit record. Yeah. About to make history. Yeah, yeah. It basically was like being in a pub. And there's a guy say, says something, and you say something back. That's what it was like. Well, all the, especially like all those old 70s game shows, you know, they were totally plied with alcohol. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it was back then. Bigots. They were all bigots. It was a little club. And then they, uh, that I'm sure all that... All the interviews you see with early Beatles, they, them guys are talking down to them. Have you yeah. noticed yeah. that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really that, weird. That was the format. That's the, yeah. the way they used to talk so to So this is what you do. What's this up is with what this? you do. Yeah, yeah, What's yeah. wrong with yeah. this hair? And, the, and the, would you think this is great? Yeah. Why do people like you? Yeah. I, I remember yeah. I, I saw one Beatle interview. It was like, why do you think all of this attention? Yeah, like, and, like, and I, I always go into the money as well. Yeah. 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 You make all this money. Yeah. And they're just like 22-year-old kids. Going like, oh. On speed. Well, they were, actually, they were actually pretty good, the Beatles, with their, with their comebacks. With them. They were really fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they were also on speed. Len, Lennon was pretty... I mean, like, he was a... I think he might have been kind of a dick, but he was a funny guy. Like, yeah, he was yeah. a super... He was standing up for himself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was good. Yeah. A lot of them bands would just go along with the program and kiss ass, you know? Well, I mm. think they just... There was, you know, there was a period of time where, uh, you know, the more traditional parts of our culture didn't really respect the arts as a thing. It's not really... You don't do a real thing. You know, like, yeah, there was yeah. kind of that idea, like, you don't have a real job. Of course. Yeah. You're like, well... We do work pretty fucking hard yeah. to make this stuff. In America in the 70s, early 70s, when guys had long hair, yeah. they could have been rich, but no one took them seriously because it was all about that corporate guys in suits. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't take anyone seriously who had long hair. It's all changed now, though. Yeah, it's just that kind of the opposite. opposite. You know, now we praise yeah, the too long, much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, more, the more kind of nerdiest you look, the, the, you kind of like, oh, he must be rich. <laughs> Look at him. he doesn't give a shit. He yeah. must be wealthy beyond me. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think a punk band today is up against or looks like? I mean, I, I think just like you're it, up against two years in Russian prison. Well, well, yeah, well no, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which they laughed when they got. They I heard that they yeah, that they, they, that they giggled. They're not laughing now. They, mm, they like the gulag. Right. They're in the gulag. We're fucking. They've. They have, they, they have nineteen. They have nineteen more worse. months, and I have to say, as as as, as awful as that whole that uh, that whole story is, and and what what's happened to them, I still can't help. Every time I see like on CNN the words "pussy riot," I'm like, Great. they're just saying "pussy" on CNN. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, and I don't. I mean, there's they're not going to appeal it. Well, there's, them prisons are pretty hardcore. I would imagine. Yeah, but these are young that. girls. These girls are these are these are twenties. These yeah, are yeah. But when let me tell you, when they get out. And then they get out of the country, and then they come to America for their first tour. They'll make a ton of money, and that'll be the end. Yeah. Maybe it'll, that'll it'll be, be f- an all acapella tour because yeah. they have no instruments. And in all them. they have to do is be Im- imprisoned in a horrible uh, nightmare. Block. Yeah, for yeah. for two years. Eastern block. <laughs> no, it's fucked. It's fucking. It's no good. But I. But it, because I just wonder. Uh, Why did they pick on them? And they can't be the first band who was like. Talked about the government. Well, they burst into they a ch- the they the burst church. into a church, and then they had ski masks on, and oh. they did there. And so, and so, there's you know, uh, I mean, I think there's not necessarily a lot of social separation of religious uh, of, of church and state what is in America. Religion is it all one religion? Well, it's uh, Russian Orthodox. Orthodox. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it's you know like there's no I don't there's I don't think there's really a separation of church and state idea, and so it's you know when they were interviewing. 
I think they said that um, 6% of the people that they surveyed were on their side. Oh. And 55% thought that they were blasphemous. Okay, we just missed a huge chunk of percentage. Those people had no comment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what they that, don't want to be Putin in prison. But but plus they can't go along with the program, even if they didn't mind the girls. They're not going to say, "Oh, I'm against the government." Of course, because they might come after them. Yeah. Well, but but my original que- my original question was, um, you know, uh, the, you know, the, the, punk, the punk movement was just sort of an, an anti movement to everything, uh, like a reaction. I well, think that right. Came late. That came upon us that we were against everything. When we first started, we were just a band, and John wrote certain lyrics. Yeah. You know, we didn't set out to do this, and then everyone put their take on it. Oh, they're doing this now. It's because they're doing this. You know, I don't, we, we didn't set out to, like, be anti-establishment and didn't want to make any money and all this stuff. We don't do drugs. We, we didn't, that, was, we, that wasn't us. That was the crash. crash was more like that. Yeah. But not us. We, we wanted to have a laugh. You know, and do you feel like that worked for a while, or was there a certain point where you're like, "Oh shit, we're actually fucking rock stars now"? Well, yeah, we're all actually uh, uh, upsetting people, and uh, governments were uh, couldn't work it out. What are they talking about? God save the Queen. That offended a lot of people at the time. A lot of English royalists, you know, they were really upset. Could you? Could you get in trouble in the Literally? 70s? Then? Yeah, they couldn't do it. They still couldn't. No, because we're not really saying anything. It's just saying she made you a moron. Right. You know. Um, no, we weren't calling a, a C-U-N-T or nothing. You know. Have you ever met any from the royal family? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> I don't think he's invited. It's frowned upon. <laughs> <laughs> but after all these years. Ah, oh, come on. Let bygones be bygones, Queen. Yeah. Come, come on. on. <laughs> we were young. Yeah. You were young we'll, we'll play a show for you. How about that? <laughs> we were young. You were middle-aged. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they played God Save the Queen at the open ceremony, but NBC chose to cut it out. It was a minute and a half of doing Pretty Vacant. With oh, the really? In the audience, yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. And they didn't, NBC cut it. And the commercials. Oh, NBC. <laughs> Was there a... They haven't done anything right since Seinfeld. <sighs> Having a must-see TV. Was there one good story where you, like, afterwards, you were like, I'm surprised we're not all, uh, that we are still alive after everything that happened? No. no. What, you mean? Just one good crazy night story. No. Not really. No. <laughs> no, I mean, that, 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 I couldn't tell you anything that was that crazy where it was life-threatening or... You guys, whatever. it's just that there's so much around what you did that people are writing in their own lore. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what happens. That's what happens to these, these idiots come out with these books and they have... Who weren't there, by the way. Right. But they, they make it read like they're there and they change history. And everyone does it for years. I mean, was there really a Jesus? Uh, probably not. I don't know. Just you, some you, know you know what I mean? That yeah. was written by someone right. who probably weren't there. 
Let, that's usually what I hate about historians. Every time you're watching like a historical documentary, you see the guy uh, talking like he was there. Exactly. It's like the thing you got to know about Caesar is like when we were hanging out. <laughs> yeah, when we the were, it's the like, thing you got to like, excuse me, sir. He was really funny. He was a funny guy. <laughs> the thing I used to talk about that. Me and Owen Wilson, we were in in uh, uh, Hawaii. He was doing a movie called The Big Bounce, and I was hanging out with him. And every night we would watch. On A and E, the history of civil war. Yeah, and it was that one, one dude who was absolutely. We, we picked up on it. Like, yeah. I'm like, this guy don't know fuck all. What is he talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, like, right, he's yeah. there with Custer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robert E. Lee, me and Robert E. Lee. You know, yeah. he was a good guy. Not, well, uh, yeah. Bobby to his friends. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> Bobby and me. It's like a, he, he, he came in one night and, and he says to me, he says. <laughs> he says <laughs> He says to me, he says, it's the best way to start anything. Yeah. But it's true. It's true. And that's people do that. And they get yeah. paid for it. Why does the CD player sound like a machine gun? It's just the second one. The first one, the first one's still okay. Cool. You guys, we're on one engine now. <laughs> engine, engine number two has just gone out. But do not panic. The plane can still land with just one engine. Uh, All right. It is time to panic. Give <laughs> me a second. Um... What uh? What kind of like as far as like punk music right now? Is there anything that you like? Is there uh, um, well, like I guess some of the bigger ones like Against Me or uh, I guess Green Day, but it's not really punk. No, I don't mind Green Day. I mean, they're good. They, I mean, they made a lot of money, man. They, they, yeah, they're, they're smart guys. I mean, they. I think they made a fortune off that play, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I wish someone would do a play of uh, the Great Rock and Roll Swindle. It seems ripe for it. It's already like it's, it's so ridiculous. It's already a movie that they can easily just turn into, and yeah. all the songs are there. Yeah, and you could you know you could tweak it a little bit. Yeah. Do you, do you ever get any big shots listening to your show? We know, you know about heads. all of them are big shots to us, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> They're all winners. Big <laughs> shots listening. To, um, you mean big shots like music people or like? Yeah, like movie people or. I uh. I met John Favreau at a party at Comic Con last year, and he was like, "Oh, I really enjoyed your podcast with Damon Lindelof." And I was like, "Oh, what? <laughs> how do you get? How do you? What promotion do you get to get your podcast out there, to get people aware of it and to listen?" We just put it out there. I mean, I have a you know I have word a, of a, mouth. a, a word of mouth a website. You know, consistency. We just we put them up uh, a lot. You know, like we do three shows a week. Um, we kind of spawned a television version of the show or whenever I'm on televisions, a lot of times I'll refer back to the podcast just to remind people yeah. that it's a thing. Yeah. Um, live shows. Yeah. Live shows. You know, it's, I think it's just the little pieces of everything, you know, and, and I think just kind of sticking in the game now and then, you, and getting people like you on too helps. <laughs> thank you. Now, would you call it like being on the, the internet? Is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah it is for yeah. sure. Cause you can only access it. Via the you know ha if you have an internet connection yeah you know my manager keeps saying you need to get your own show I did a thing once for Ryan Kavanaugh it was called uh, I Am Rogue yeah and uh, I hated it I absolutely hated it how come I, f I just got a feeling well I didn't get a feeling I know there's like ten people who used to listen to it because no one knew about it here's some good ones. <laughs> <laughs> they all wave back. That's they so fantastic. <laughs> you still got it, everybody. You still got it. <laughs> Let it be known. Let it be known. Uh, yeah, and, I've, uh, and I, I always fight her about doing this or doing something like this because I just like being on the radio 
I think you know it's it's people listening wherever anyone's on 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 terrestrial, and I, to me, I just got this thing where I just think like it's a waste of time. But you obviously don't think so. No, I mean this podcast completely changed everything. I mean it's sort of the anchor of everything for for me and and certain certainly for us, and it allowed us to to tour better venues. Yeah, because it. I mean, the podcast did more to get people out to live shows than, uh, uh, like, all of the TV shows I've ever done yeah. combined. Yeah. Do so you pay? Do you have to pay for the podcast? No, it's free. Yeah, the podcast is free because yeah. I don't. I don't want. I, I just. I want more people to hear it. So I and and I also like getting fun free content. So I just. I I don't ever want the people to have to pay for it. So do you have who pays for for this studio? Who makes this happen? Oh, we just sneak in here. <laughs> He's not yeah. kidding. In a way, we we've been sneaking in here. Not sneaking. Do, everyone do you have to pay out your own pockets. My point. I did for, did a, while, for a while. Yeah. Uh, but then my company got uh, merged with another company and then got bought by a bigger company. But I still get to run it. But they just fund it basically. Yeah. So so yeah. So it's all coming with that. And then and then advertise like like sponsors like sponsors. Once you get to a certain amount. Sponsors want to be in. Well, yeah, you know, like when you when you start like stamps.com. The good people at stamps.com <laughs> allow you to print your own stamps. You, you don't have to go to the post of, office. That reminds me of audible.com. Oh. Now, Jonah, if you, you want to hear any to kind of book, any kind of book, like if Steve Jones has a book video, he's probably read it and you would mm. hear it on audible.com. Exactly. And if you lose your book on audible.com, you should back it up with carbonite. <laughs> And if you want a physical copy of the book, why not click on the Amazon link on this page? Through this page. When you go to buy <laughs> the Sex Pistols <laughs> Blu-ray. When you go to buy the Sex Pistols box set, yeah. use our Amazon link on Nerdist.com. Yeah, it comes out 24th of uh, September. There you go. In England. I don't know when yeah, it comes out. Yeah. yeah. Ah, yeah. Or Amazon.co.uk. <laughs> Josie's still yeah. got it. Amazon, wave back to Josie. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, you know, it, it is pretty substantial. Like, at a certain point, when your numbers kind of start getting up there, it's sort of like, well, you know, if I don't have, you know, like, I don't have an entire radio staff to pay, and so it's just the, the money. Uh, Use just the offer code WTF. We passed that. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know we get all these. We get the people like, um, you know, other podcasters. People go, I don't know if I should sign up for stamps.com with you or Mark Marin. I'm like, give it to Mark. It's fine. Like, you know, yeah. like it'll all work out. It'll all work out. Can you steal podcasts or they can just listen to them? They can they just, you can have them. You yeah, can they're free. They're free to do whatever you want. You, can, you put them on your iPod or yeah. your iPhone, yeah. you can listen to it in the car like it's radio. Yeah. A lot of people listen to us like because they have long commutes. Right. The yeah. only the only the only time and, and even this, I don't really I don't know, I don't care. Because for me, I just I would I like that a lot of people listen to it. But if someone takes our file and hosts it on a different server, we you know technically can't count the downloads for that, which yeah. affects you know like whether or not yeah. with the sponsor. So that's the only time where it's like meh. But I don't I don't enforce that. I mean I still just I still want as many people to hear the show as possible. Yeah. But it, uh, uh, you think it's uh, yes, Jones. We'll put out your podcast. It's no, no, does no, it help? Get in the way, Stand up and stuff. Abs does it help me to to promote stand up or get stand up? Like, yeah. It helps promote, uh, and then if we actually went back and listened to every episode, we would all get stuff that we've said that we could develop into bits. Like it would help. It's probably an hour for each of us yeah. sitting easily, on just just in this year alone, yeah, with just if you, if you stitched all the <laughs> that. if you stitched if you stitched all the riffs together. Yeah. But on, I just I on. think 
Historian guy. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> guy who knew Caesar. Yeah. What am I? And then there was a Custer reference in there. But I think what's hard sometimes for agents and traditional media management people to understand is that they always think very short term and they go, how does this thing make money? And you right, go, okay, right. it doesn't necessarily make money right now, but it builds a much bigger thing that, you know, than you tour or you get to, you know. And it's fun, and the pro- the, like the most important reason to do is just that it's fun. So for me, right, who don't yeah. go and do, I don't do any circuiting or stand-up or mm-hmm. anything, what would be the purpose for me to do it other than Money. sponsors? You could get the sponsors, but also on top of it, like if you wanted to do like live event, like say like Jonesy's Jukebox becomes a podcast, yeah. then you could do it. It's like, hey, come to this live taping of Jonesy's Jukebox, oh. and the fans are going to go and pay money to go see it live. Right. And it would be less about you playing music. It would be more about the conversation and yeah. stuff like that because they're just going to be so excited to see it actually happen. Yeah. yeah. And this may not be this may not have the same impact at this point on you that it has on us, but it I, I love going to shows and interacting with people who listen to the shows because the show is such a it's such a hangout format. What's your what are you laughing at? <laughs> no, just, oh, the, the girls walking by. Still got it. I know. He, stood, he sits up straight when my, the girls walking by. My ears are here though. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you just like they don't even have to walk by his nostrils flare. He just knows <laughs> there they are. It's like, it's like this. Uh. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Who was that? Uh, I sit like this all the time. Who was that tattooed gentleman <laughs> with excellent posture back there? Yeah, exactly. like, and a good head of hair. I'll bet he's got some too. excellent jeans yeah. that I would like to put in my eggs. Boom. That he probably says. Um, but I but I really like interacting with the people who listen to our show because our show is such a hangout kind of a thing that the people who listen are you they're usually people that we would probably hang out with. They like the same stuff we yeah. like, they're nice, and so it's it's just kind of a nice communal thing for us. But for you yeah, you do it because it's fun, but at your point, you would have... I'd the, have to play music as well. But you would have the... Well, the, which could get tricky. Because you have to pay for that. Because you would have to pay for... You would. Like, like people who had smaller podcasts, they're not going to get chased down, but you in particular. Yeah. But I also think that um, that you would kind of have the Corolla effect, which is that you would take your existing terrestrial audience yeah. and instantly have a huge audience yeah. for a podcast, which you would be able to get sponsors right off the bat. And if you want, you could just call it Jonesy Still Got It. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. what you do is you bring in a different bird every week, yeah. you know, and you nice. wait. I like that you slipped the in the bird. lingo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was nice that you slipped in also, the lingo. Also, there is, there, I've been researching, there is a way to, uh, you if you just, just comment on the music, you can. Yeah. Yeah. But if I was in here, I would just sit here literally, this would be the show, <laughs> until one 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 wave, and I'm like, come. <laughs> <laughs> and then you interview. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear last episode of Jonesy Still Got It? It was like 45 minutes until anybody came in for a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, every episode, it's you. Trying just hitting on someone that you meet in public, and each episode ends with the rejection or, well, I know a place just down the road. Yeah. Well, I'll talk to you after the show. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm, I, 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 yeah. I sit over here just to say he still got it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he still got it. I can still got it. It either ends with he still got it or I don't know what happened. Like either way. <laughs> yeah. You got him next time, Jonesy. That's how it ends. <laughs> she was a mess anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even, the word Con- bird is such a friendly word. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, I read a piece where you, where you they, they quote. I don't know if you actually said this or maybe you did or you didn't, but they quoted you talking about Nancy Sponge and you said she was a horrible bird. And I'm like, still a charming word. Yeah. It sounds, it makes us sound a little bit okay. Yeah, <laughs> charming. Like a bird is kind of a charming sort of a. I did fuck her. Yeah, what? Nicely done. Yeah. Really? I still got it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I did though. Did Sid, did Sid know? <laughs> um, well, he doesn't know anything. He must have. Well, I don't know. 
Yeah? Maybe not. He weren't around. He were, oh, it was afterwards. No, 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 no. he was alive. Oh, he, he just wasn't around. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unless. Yeah, exactly. No, he's, Ew, he's he was, still in, he was in another part of the town. Is that widely known? Well, it probably will be soon. <laughs> yeah. How did that? That's what? How did that? Well, she was kind of horrible, Just quick, right? quick. Yeah, not, oh, I hated her. Yeah, yeah. So it was more of a hate fuck. Uh, it was just a hole. You still got it. You still got it. I mean, I literally would fuck anything when I was 19, 20. Well, sure, like most people, but the difference being that yeah, yeah, when I option. when I was at UCLA uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons, the the landscape of of all, most human females was not at my disposal. Yeah. Uh, wow, and there was was it. And there was no sense of like, well, maybe we shouldn't. It was just like, yeah, why, fuck, why not? Yeah, it was one of them spare of the moment things. And she looked all right at the moment, you know, had fishnets on and high heels. Wow. Did the, you make the move on, or did right? she make the move? Uh, well, she definitely wanted it. Okay. You know, she obviously was displeased with Sid's performance. Oh, my. <laughs> Weren't you two? As he adjusts his glasses. I played all the bass on Nevermind the Bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could he fucked Joan Jett too. What? what? Hey, he still got it. <laughs> he is way still got it. Really? Well, not recently, but well, yeah. But <laughs> I was the one who converted her to being a thespian. No. I think I was the last dude. Really? Yeah. Joan Jett. That's good, but maybe bad. Susie? No, I no. could have. I blew it. What'd you do? Cookie what? used to do her. Really? Yeah. Susie. Ever do Blondie? Any of the New York people? Now we're just listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have a cover. Donna Summer. Joni's still got it. We gotta yeah, yeah. find out how. <laughs> Did you ever fuck Buster Poindexter? No. <laughs> <laughs> His forehead's way too big. <laughs> it it used, it did used to wear high heels in the New York yeah, Dolls. Yeah, the New York Dolls. All right, I think every episode of He Still Got is the first half is you talk about <laughs> someone who was part of our cultural There's a icon. There's a list. There you, okay, one, 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 no, one more one story. More Please, come on, one. Please, one. Just one. One, one more good one. One that ain't going to come back and bite me in the ass. Let yeah. Me think. Uh, 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 God, I'm so excited. Her name starts with C and it ends with D. Uh, big movie star Charlize Theron nope. alright Cameron Diaz <gasps> no oh what Cameron Diaz <laughs> what The new quiz show that's sweeping America. <laughs> Has Jonesy got it? He does. God damn wow. it. Wow. When? Long time ago. Yeah. Right well, around the time of the mask when she was at her. Well, peak she yeah, lives. she didn't she didn't pop on the scene until the mask. That was her first, you know, first big movie. Just prior, prior to uh Just an actress in Hollywood then. Yeah. Just trying to How long you been in LA? About thirty years. Nice. You're committed. You got the tat, you got the yeah. you got the California right yeah, there. Yeah, no, I did the whole American thing, look. Oh wow! Is that fresh back? Then? I'm, a, I'm a citizen. Are you citizen? Yeah. How long did that process? Our friend just became a citizen last year, and so yeah, it was kind it, of a. It was an old deal, but yeah, you know, I finally got it. I, a, love, I love it. There's next to the Napoleon tattoo is the poster for What to Expect When You're Expecting, starring Cameron well, Diaz. Best one. I just got this one here. Yeah. The other day and it's oh, very fresh. 
Oh, no. Gross. Liquid. Now she's coming in. <laughs> this is a good one. Uh, Chuck Berry fucking Captain America. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See that one? Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, like, Captain America has his, like, his <laughs> hand on his face, just going, oh, no. <laughs> I gotta get a picture of that. Where's the best spot? Oh, my God. Yeah. Spot for it. Tell me <laughs> what you want. Turn on the, uh, that. Uh, uh, tell me what you want. Wait, oh, wait, here, take a picture. I got a photo of that. Um, tell me what to do. Yeah, right there. Is that good. right there? Yeah. Thumbs up is better. <laughs> that is... Fucking phenomenal. Chuck still got it. Chuck still got it. Chuck will fuck Captain America. Or Steve America. Rogers Chuck still got it. Wolverine. Steve Rogers. Chuck will piss all over that. It's like Chuck's playing I've aggression. Got two cowboys here with their cocks out. Yeah. Oh, on each side. Them when you put them Ooh. together, they're they're slick kissing with their penises. <laughs> it looks like Butch and Sunday. <laughs> No, come on. You read that fan fiction. That was actually a T-shirt that I used to wear back in the day. It was the two cowboys. It was a. It was a design by uh, who's that? Uh, Tom of Finland. You know him? Erotic art. Tom of Finland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't know, he? He has a thing. He has, he a, has thing. a thing. Gallery. He has but a gallery. Malcolm stole that image of the two cowboys and made it into a T-shirt. That's why I got it because I was used to. What else did Malcolm steal? Uh, quite a lot. Yeah. Quite a lot of money. From yeah. Me. Yeah. Oh, you still not talk about it much, or no? It, it, it is what it is, man. Yeah, it's all good. You know, if I'd have had a lot of money back then, I probably wouldn't be in there. So I, I prefer it now. Yeah, in my older age, to do do okay. I do okay now. It's great. Yeah. Got no complaints. Well, I think a podcast would be a fun thing for you, and I think it would be lucrative for you, for you in particular. I think it would be because yeah. you'd have an audience right away. Um, my manager's gonna hear this, and she's gonna say, "See, I told you." <laughs> <laughs> so you do it, you do it three times a week. Yeah, but we record whenever we, you know, like we yeah. kind of clump them. Nine. Yeah. We record like the, nine. The, this a key would just be able to keep on a schedule. So you can say you want it on a Friday. Uh, you just record anytime during the week, yeah. as long as it comes out on Friday. But it would be a problem. I guess I could just check. What an hour long? They can be whatever you want. Uh, as long longer? No, they can be. We our, ours are about an hour forty-five to you an hour fifteen. Now nah, we just kind of leave them as is. Yeah. Some people come down. Um. I'd have to play. Well, I wouldn't have to play music, but I'd have to, you know. You just tell the stories. You just told like we, ten we, stories. Jonah and I will gladly sit in for these. It's yes. Not a problem. Yeah, uh, I have. I have a plan to do a music podcast, and uh, I, as researching it, I'm realizing like if you, it's just a little bit of commentary yeah. on anything you play, yeah. that gets. If you say, well, this kind of sounds like this, that's pretty much all you have to do. Yeah. And then you, if you talk over it a little bit, therefore it's not a. It's not anything anyone could just take out. Right. I think uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to be okay. Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. We'll see what happens when I start it. But. Who's the bird in Back to the Future, English bird? Which, in Back to the Future? Yeah. The movie? Yeah, she had the big lips. What was her name? Um, Back to the Future in the 80s. Are was, you talking Elizabeth Shue? No. Well, Leah Thompson was, no. but she wasn't British. She's not British. It was Back to the Future, wasn't it? No. English bird. With the car that fucking... Yeah, the, the car flies off at the end, but there's no English girl. Mary Steenburgen? <laughs> that, you're the back feature. Uh, she was married to Steven Seagal for... Oh, no, no. Oh, you're Kelly thinking of... It's weird, weird science. science. Kelly LeBrock. Uh, Kelly LeBrock. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Wait, is that... Why'd you bring that up? Yeah, yeah, they still got it! Kelly LeBrock! They still got it! Come on! Hey! Josie! <laughs> oh, man! 
in. Oh, God. Could I get in trouble? Oh, no. The lady in red. You didn't say anything. We just. No, I know. I didn't say anything about the other one. You did. I just kind of said. Yeah. I think the whole yeah, show yeah, yeah. could just be yeah. us listing Listen, people. And then gonna... when you go, uh huh, we go, right. he still got it. Wow. Did you ever fuck Johnny Depp? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Although, there was a. There was um, um, there was um, in the valley. There was a drag place, the Queen Mary. Do you remember that place on Ventura Boulevard, like just past Laurel Canyon? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it's Queen a, Mary. The Queen Mary. Queen I've been place. there. It's they, a fucking great place. Yeah, I don't know if it's still there. I don't know if they still do it. But one night, <laughs> <laughs> um, what's what, it was the. Uh, Diana Ross lookalike came out. Yeah, Jonesy. Jonesy's what? Still it's so good. Jonesy. Jonesy. It doesn't even fucking matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> he was like reluctant. It's gonna keep on devolving. It's gonna keep on devolving. I was walking down Santa Monica Boulevard <laughs> and I saw it. a trash can. Oh, Jonesy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are we are just past our hour, um, but the Sex Pistols box set September twenty fourth is coming in out in, in England, yeah. uh, which means that we have the internet, people. You can fucking track it down. Yeah. Order it on Amazon. Yeah, Click CDs our link. aren't uh, regional. <laughs> yeah, that's that part's true. And California Cation next. Uh, uh, January, the new season starts. Nice. Fantastic. Man, it was, a, it was fucking awesome to have you here. Thank you so much. That was fun. Thank Come you. Come back yeah. anytime. Also, check yeah. out uh, uh, his show, uh, Sunday Nights. Sunday night. On K-Rock, yeah. Jonesy Jukebox. Yeah, because yeah. I, I know you can stream K-Rock online. So. Yeah, it, it's a bit, it gets a bit weird with the songs because they have commercials and they don't have them on the internet, so they're throwing other people's songs. Oh, weird. Oh, there we go. There we go. No, they're, uh, not, they're not looking up. Uh, oh, Jonesy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The one in the middle. We ain't got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Yeah, Sunday night, seven to nine. New music, new bands, kind of stuff. Still play CDs. It's fun. I like doing it. Excellent. Uh, enjoy your burrito, everyone. Thank that's, you. That's how we sign off. See you later. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Go to Stamps.com, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in Nerdist for a $110 bonus offer, including a digital scale and $55 of free postage. That's Stamps.com. Enter the promo code NERDIST. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Rhea Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.